Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. So we are on part two of the power of consistency. The power of consistency is seriously game changer. Why? How can we be consistent? Because God is faithful. God is faithful, and in Him, so are we. So are we. God is, was, and always will be. God is, was, and always will be. We can't understand that. God didn't have a birthday. God is, was, and always will be. And that's consistent. That's reliable, right? He's dependable. He is faithful. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Hebrews 13, 8, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is so empowering to know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We can be unstable, but that's why we need to grow in consistency. We need to learn about God's character. We need to learn who God is and how God does things. The kingdom of God equals the way God does things. That's why we need to learn about the way God does things so that we can start having the fruit of consistency in our life, right? Why do we wanna be consistent? Because we want results right? We all want results. Everybody wants to be looking fly, but not everybody wants to wake up and work out. We all right. We want to eat one salad and we want to have a six pack of abs. We want to work out two times and be like, where's the change, God? This is my breakout year. But on two, you know, there's seven days a week. So two days you ate salad. What'd you do with the other five? (laughs) Ice cream, donuts, Krispy Kreme, like whatever we're talking about. Why, God, why? He's like, consistency is key. Consistency is key. And only in him can we be faithful. Not on our own, right? God is faithful. And it's empowering to know that the God we serve is faithful, dependable, reliable, unfailing. God is faithful. Look at your name say, God is faithful. God is faithful. So it's important for us to learn his way of doing things so that we can start applying them, right? That's how we're going to have change when we start applying God's word in our everyday life. We want God in our weaknesses and we want God in our strengths. Actually, we need God in our weaknesses because God can turn your weakness into a strength. God can turn your weakness around and show the world that he is good, that he is faithful, that he is able. Because not on my own works, I couldn't do that on my own strength. It was only God's at work in me, God at work in you, God at work in all of us. So it's important for us to learn the way he does things. Failure comes when we don't understand natural principles of success and spiritual truths. That's when failure comes, with those basic natural principles of success and spiritual truths. When we don't have an understanding of that, we don't have success. And we're wondering why, or we're blaming God, but that's why we come to church, so that we can renew our mind to the word of God, so that we can get new information, so that we can learn a new way of doing things, so that we can learn a new way of how to live and how to act and how to treat others, right? How many of you know we need a new way of how to treat others? Anybody else? 
or just me. I get a little funky attitude sometimes, and I need a, re- a reminder that God is faithful, that, that I, have, I am patient, and I am kind sometimes, <laughs> right? But we got to renew our mind. Otherwise, you know what? We fall for the lies and the tricks of the enemy. The enemy's a liar, and he's out to deceive us. He's out to tell us that, oh, no, you're not God's child. Oh, no, you lost your salvation. Oh, no, you're not healed. Oh, no, you're never going to become enough. You too ugly. You too short. You too small. You too big. You too fat. And you're like, oh. And that's why you need God's word to counter all of that that's coming at you. If you don't have anything, you're going to fall for the tricks. You're going to fall for the lies. You're going to fall for every negative thought that floats through your head. No, you need to take those thoughts captive and remind yourself, I am a child of God, that God is well pleased with me, that we are, you are beautifully and wonderfully made, that God created you in his image. You got to remind yourself, and sometimes you need to let the enemy know. You done, you done mess with the wrong girl. You done knocked on the wrong door. You done mess with the wrong family. We know our rights. We know that we are healed. We know that we are prosperous. We know that we are more than enough. We know. How do we know? Because we show up to grow up here at Love Live Church, right? Having maximum development. The kingdom of God equals the way God does things, right? God has established certain principles of how he does things. Sometimes we're like, we think that we give to please God. Or we think that we serve to please God. Do you know that God's already well pleased with you? God is well pleased with you. But there's principles. He has a way of doing things. And that's why we give. And that's why we serve. That's why, right? Okay, just like the law of gravity. Okay, if you want to, you can't change it. Today, I feel like I can fly. You know, so since I feel like I can fly, I'm just going to jump off the stage and see what happens. What's going to happen? I'm going down. Gravity is working against me. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? I can't change it. It's a law. There's a law of gravity. So I can't feel like I can fly. I can't think I'm going to fly. Unless I jump in a plane or some kind of contraption that makes me fly, I'm not getting off the ground, right? So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Does anybody else wish they could fly? I honestly, I still dream that I could fly. I know I've said this, but it's like one, two, and I'm off. One, two, and I fly. And it's just the kid in me that's like, what if we could fly, God? Come on. Gravity is working for me. <laughs> Keeping me on the ground. All right. The kingdom of God is the same way. God has principles. God has his way of doing things. God's word will never change and it will never pass away. And his principles are for today. His word will never change. It will never pass away. But his principles there are for today. Look at your neighbor and say, it's for today. For right now, this hour. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth as we know it now will pass away, but my words will not pass away. This is why we have to learn God's way of doing things, to transform our way of doing things to his way. 
His word's never gonna pass away. Jesus said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is why we gotta read the Bible and you read it and you read it and you read it and then one day it comes alive. You come to church, you're starting to grow, you hear something and it's coming to life. There it is, it's coming alive in you. God's word is transforming you. You start to understand it, right? Paul said in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. This is how we discover God's plan. Okay, so you guys know, I've told you before, I am, I am now a faithful, consistent, loyal person. But growing up, I was the definition of irresponsible, the definition of inconsistent. You know, if it wasn't fun, it was not calling my name. I didn't want nothing to do with it. So I literally had to be transformed from the inside out. I had to be transformed in my character. I had to be transformed because you know why? I needed new information. The information I had was very short term. If it wasn't fun, if it wasn't for today, I didn't care. I also got here at 13 years old, thank God, okay? I was still young enough. I mean, you're never old enough and you're never young enough. What I'm just saying, I was young enough, forever young, okay? So when I got here, I was just very irresponsible and I, was, I wanted to be faithful so bad. I was like, God, help me be faithful. Help me be consistent. And I would ask God to help me and to transform me. And like I said, I would do little things that I could be faithful in. What was in my hand? I could work in kids' class. I could help with babies. I could clean. I could clean the toilets. I could do all those things, right? Because that was in my hand to do, right? So I found this thing, this award, guys. It's the year 2000. <laughs> I'm dating myself, okay? I'm dating myself. The year 2000, Jesus Freak Award. Jesus Freak Award presented to Sasha Lucero for displaying exceptional faithfulness, commitment, and submission. Do you know there was transformation happening in my life? First of all, just in my how I am wired, I just didn't like rules. Someone said no, I said yes. Someone said you can't go this far, I wanted to go that far. It was just how far could I push the limit? How far could I push the boundary? How far was far enough? God, you still love me? How about here? How about now? And God's like, I love you there, I love you then, I love you here, I love you now. And that blew my mind. And then when I didn't have to break any boundary because there was no boundary to break, God's love was limitless, God's love was endless, that, that literally transformed me from the inside out. And when I, I saw this the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm talking about consistency and that was 20 years ago. That is crazy. Submission. <laughs> to the vision on fire for Jesus. Did anybody else get a kick out of that? That was legit. I thought that was funny. But God will transform you from the inside out. But you know what it takes? Time. It takes consistency. And you know what? God is after your heart. So it's in your heart that you make a decision that you want to serve God. 
It's in your heart that you make a decision that you want to give to God. It's in your heart that you make a decision that you want to you want to do more in this world for God. You make the decision in your heart. You start to be consistent in those little decisions and watch God transform your life. Watch God use you in a way you never thought possible. There is no way that that crazy wild girl could be up here sharing about Jesus unless Jesus transformed me from the inside out. And God will do it for me. God will do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. God will do it for you. Are you ready? God's given you every ability. It's time to take responsibility, right? It's time to take responsibility. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is how we discover God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Yeah. Jesus, do you love me? He said, yes, I do. (laughs) And we want to discover his plan. We want to discover his will. How? Through the renewing of our minds. Through the renewing of our minds to the word of God. That's why we come to church. That's why we read the Bible. That's why we take notes. That's why we go over the word. Not to please God. He's already well pleased with you. But to be consistent. To get seed in the ground. And watch that seed plant into a tree. And that you start producing fruit for others. You start producing so much blessing that you have enough for others. So much harvest that there's, there's so much you got to give it away, right? That's why we show up to grow up. Here at Love Life, we don't just see vision. What do we do? We do vision. We don't just hear the word. We do the word. We apply the word. And God's word is transforming our lives. That's what sets us apart. That's what makes us different. Why? Because there's accountability in this place. It's like this is going on and this is going on. How are we, can we apply God's word to that area of our life? How can we apply God's word to every area of our life, right? We don't go to church to please God. I don't know how many times I could say that because for some reason we think if we come in here, we're going to get some brownie points, you know, and then you go off and you cut somebody off and you say a bad word and you watch that and you do this and you do that and you're like, I better go back and get some more brownie points because, you know, I'm on a fine line and you come back in, you're like, God, I showed up and then you go out. What life is that? When there's so much more about learning who you are in Christ, learning his plan and his purpose for your life, and you start changing the world instead of just being in the world, right? Let's do this. So we go to church to learn about God and his new life for us. God has a new life for you. So we got to learn about that new life. We got to discover who we are in that new life. It's not your old personality. Oh, I'm just like that. You know, that's just the way I am. I have, I have low patience. And that's been my excuse. You know, like I'm hot tempered. Oh, it's because I ain't got no patience. Well, girl, you better renew your mind to the word of God because God says love is patient, love is kind. And you've got God living inside of you. Then it should be evident on the outside of you. If God's love is in you, it should be evident on the outside of you. Others should be able to partake of God in us. Others should be, not that we're perfect. We're going to miss the mark, right? The aim is love. We miss it often. But God's love and God's grace covers us. But transformation should be happening in our lives, right? So we don't just serve in church. We don't just give our tithes to please God. We don't just serve and give to please God. He is already well pleased with us, 
right? We consistently serve in church because our lives were transformed from the inside out. We found true purpose in life when we laid our life down for others. You found true purpose in your life when you wake up, Netflix, go to work, Netflix, go to bed. What life is that? How about you wake up, you know that God's got a plan for your life, that God can use you in the workplace, that God can use you in your school, God can use you with your kids, God can use you, and you wake up with purpose, and you go to bed with reward. You wake up every morning with purpose, consistency to learn, what does God's word say about me today? What does God have for me today? What does God have for me to conquer? We found true purpose. That's why we serve in church, because we laid our life down and we actually found it. Jesus said in Luke 6, 38, give away your life. This is the message. And you'll find life given back to you, but not merely given back. Giving back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. Here at Love Life, you know what? We just decided we're going to do what Jesus did. We're going to give it all away for others and watch God multiply that seed. Jesus gave his life and he received the world. He gave his life. God sowed that seed and received all of us. So we just being like Jesus, calling it like it is, give it all away. And God's blessing be running over and chasing us and multiplying everywhere that we go. What happened? It's crazy because it's the way God does things. And sometimes we can't understand the way God does things because we say, hoard it all, keep it all, it's mine. And God's like, give it away, give it away. You're like, no. But when we can connect to the way God does things, we're going to have success every single time, right? God's love is the root of my life, and me serving him is the fruit. God's love is the root of my life, of why I serve, of why I show up, of why I read the word. God's love. So my service is the fruit, the fruit, the fruit, the fruit of what? The fruit of his love, the fruit of his grace, the fruit of his mercy, the fruit of his healing, the fruit, the power, love, and a sound mind is all inside of me. And it starts producing fruit on the outside. Transformation. I can love God, love people, and love life. Why? Because he first loved me. Because he first loved me. Because God first loved me, right? For God so loved the world, he what? He gave. For God so loved the world, he gave. We so love God, what do we do? We give. We give because we were created in the image of God. Because Jesus is alive in us. And that transformation is happening. We consistently give of our tithes. You want to know why? Because we know that everything we own belongs to God. Everything we have, we only have it by the grace of God. The job we have, the house we have, the car we have, the money we have, everything we have belongs to God. And you know what? He asks for 10% and blesses the 90. You think I want to hold on to that 10? God, you only ask him for 10? Come on. Come on. God is faithful in our way of doing things, the world system, the way we're taught, we're taught to keep it. And what has that done for you? How is keeping it done for you so far? 
But when you start applying God's word, it starts transforming you and you start getting a taste of how God does things and his kingdom and his way of doing things. You can never outgive God. You can't outgive God. You can't outgive people too. When you start giving love, they can't help but love you. When you start sowing seeds of grace, you start reaping grace. When you start sowing that, the world needs us now more than ever. Why? Because they need to see God in us. They need to see that God is alive and that he is working in his people, that his church is united. We're united. We're working together. Why? To heal the world. We're working together to be the hands and feet of Jesus. God called us for such a time as this. He didn't, you weren't born a thousand years ago. You were born today. You were born for this hour, for this time, for this generation. Never forget that. He saved you for this moment. Are you ready? Get ready. We're ready here at Love Life, right? We just need to start applying basic natural principles and spiritual truths, right? We need to learn to be consistent in natural principles of success and spiritual truths, right? Y'all ready for this? And we ain't gonna learn this at church. Where are we gonna learn this? We came, we show up to grow up here. Why? Because we want success in every area of our life. We want maximum development. So we need to apply natural principles of success and spiritual truths in our, y'all ready for this? In our finances. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us, right? So natural principle, don't spend more than you earn. (laughs) That'll change your life. (laughs) Don't spend more than you earn. Anybody writing that down? (laughs) Basic principles. But you know what? You'll be set free. Spiritual truth, give and it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. We don't understand God's way of doing things, but we need to trust him. We need to trust him. All right, natural principles, spiritual truth, and our health. Y'all ready for this? Look at your neighbor and say, you ain't ready. (laughs) Eat your veggies, drink water, work out, go to sleep. (laughs) Natural principles. How many of us are eating our veggies? (laughs) How many of us are drinking the water? (laughs) How many of us are working out? (laughs) How many of us are going to sleep? Woo! (laughs) Natural principles, spiritual truth. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You've been made whole. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We need to work on natural principles, spiritual truths, so we can have success in our everyday life, so that we can have success in our natural life, right? In our relationships, natural principles, spiritual truth. Ask yourself, what do you want people to do for you? Then go above and beyond and do it for them. We all working on that. Ask yourself, what would you like others to do to you? Go above and beyond and do that for them. Do you want to know how many of your relationships would be transformed? Seriously. When you start doing unto others, okay, this is an example. I love giving examples. I tell them myself all the time. I don't care. Judge me. Fine with it. So I lived the single life. Woo, woo. Loving it, me and Jesus. So, and I live with my sisters, we're roommates, and I believe in washing your own dish, okay? You eat it, you messed it, you wash it. I'm throwing out all the laundry, <laughs> telling on myself. So, my sister Shate, she believes in washing all the dishes, and I 
I make a dish. I make all these dishes, like eating my veggies. So you got to cook and you got all these pots and pans and everything, strainers. And you're like, oh, making a mess. But hey, it's worth it. So I make this mess and I sit down to eat because who wants to wash the dishes and then eat? So I eat. And then by the time I'm done eating, Shate washes all the dishes. And she's, and then the scripture, like, you know, do unto others that you want to do unto you. And I'm like, and then her dishes will be in the, in the sink. And I got like one dish and she maybe has like 10. And I'm like, do unto others, you know. But you want to know what compels me? Is that she never asks me, do you want me to do your dishes? She never complains. She never even says, did you notice that I did your dishes? Your nasty dishes that you had all over the kitchen? No, she just does them. So in my heart, I got to... I gotta apply the word at home. It's not about what I preach up here. It's about everything that I do off this stage. It's not, I can come up here and be like, woo, but I better go home and walk it out. Walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, talk it, show it, preach it, love it, be it, keep it, come on. We gotta do this thing. We gotta do this thing at home. And if we can't do it at home, let me tell you, but if we can do it at home, we're going to change the world. Because change starts at home. Change starts in our hearts. Change starts with washing your dishes. <laughs> do it unto others, right? Ask yourself, what do you want people to do for you? Then go above and beyond and do that for them. She didn't even know I was going to say that. She's like, girl, stop. <laughs> so I do do her dishes once in a long time. But I'm like, did you notice I did your dish? You know, like hey, did you check it out that that kitchen was clean? Like, I need all the affirmation you want to throw at me. Just kidding. I'm exaggerating, kind of. So natural principle, spiritual truth, love like Jesus love. Woo! Love like Jesus love. Gave it all away for others. Love like Jesus love. All right. Natural principle, spiritual truth in our daily habits. You can't change your life until you change something you do every day. You can't change your life until you change something you do every day. That's a habit. Spiritual truth, evil company corrupts good habits. Ooh, who are you hanging with? Who are you hanging at? Look around, look around at your friends and realize, am I the follower or am I the leader in this situation? Am I leading and I'm, am I following? If you turn around and no one's behind you, you're not the leader. <laughs> you're the follower, okay? In case you are wondering, how does that look? <laughs> Nobody's there. Everybody's there. <laughs> you following. <laughs> it's time to start leading. It's time. And how are we going to lead until we get new information? God's way of doing things. We show up to grow it. God is faithful. He keeps his promises. And in Christ, we have all that we need. We just need to learn what we already have. In Christ, we have all that we need. We just need to learn what we already have. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Romans 8.11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, lives in me. We have all that we need. We just need to learn what we already have, right? 
God has given us the ability. We just need to take responsibility. Who's ready for responsibility? Yes. I'm ready for responsibility because with responsibility comes great reward, right? Let's grow in consistency over complacency. Y'all ready to grow? Like complacency, it's over. We're breaking up. Consistency, it's on. It's on this year, right? So let's look at Jesus. Let's look at what Jesus said about being faithful in the little. Matthew 25, 14. The kingdom of God, the way God does things, is like a man going on a trip. He called his servants and entrusted some money to them. He gave one man $10,000, another $4,000, another $2,000. Each was given based on his ability. Look at your neighbor and say, ability. You have the ability. It's time to take responsibility. Then the man went on his trip. The one who received $10,000 invested the money at once and doubled his money. The one who had $4,000 did the same thing and doubled his money. But the one who received $2,000, he went off. He dug a hole in the ground and he hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned to settle his accounts with them. The one who received $10,000 brought the additional $10,000. He said, sir, you've given me $10,000. I doubled the amount. His master replied, good job. You are a good and faithful servant. You proved that you could be trusted with small amount. $10,000, small amount. Small amount. I will put you in charge of a large amount. Come, share in your master's happiness. The one who received $4,000 came and said, Sir, you gave me $4,000. I doubled the amount. His master replied, Good job. You are a good and faithful servant. You proved that you could be trusted with a small amount. Remember, it was their ability. I will put you in charge of a large amount. Come, share in your master's happiness. All right, here we go. The one who received $2,000 came and said, Sir, I knew that you're a hard person to please. You harvest where you haven't planted and gathered where you haven't scattered seed. God, I knew that you're hard with that 10%. You know, that ties and going to church and serving and all that. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too hard. I kept it all for myself. I kept all my talents. I kept all my time. I kept all my money. Here it is. Little. <laughs> you harvest where you haven't planted, gathered where you haven't scattered any seed. I was afraid. I don't know about them Christians. They'd be wild. They'd be like trusting God with their money and their children and their relationships. I don't know. That's crazy, you know. They'd be forgiving people, restoring things. I don't know. Hold it. Hold on to bitterness. Hold on to resentment. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? All them lines and wrinkles and bitterness. <laughs> Creeping. Like You walk around like, what's wrong? And you know what's wrong with everybody and everyone. Let it go. Let it go. Can you trust God? Can you trust God with that offense? Can you trust God with your finances? Can you trust God with your broken heart? Can you trust God with your kids? Can you trust God with your health? Can you trust God, his way of doing things, his kingdom? We may not understand, but we can trust God. We can trust God. 
So I hid the $2,000 in the ground. Here's your money. His master responded, you evil and lazy servant. You complacent servant. If you knew that I harvest where I haven't planted and gathered where I haven't scattered, then why? You sh- then you should have invested my money with the bankers. When I returned, I would have received my money back with interest. Take the $2,000 away from him. What, Lord? No, we should take from the one who has a lot and give it to the one who has a little so that he can hide it again. God's like, no, give it to him because he's going to multiply it. He's going to turn that 10 into 20, that 20 into 30, that 30. Come on, y'all ready to be that good and faithful servant, bringing what you have to the house of God, letting God multiply it? Take the $2,000 from him, give it to the one who has 10,000. To all who have, more will be given, and they will have more than enough. But everything will be taken away from the one who doesn't have much. Luke 6, 10, the voice, if you are faithful in small scale matters, you'll be faithful with far bigger responsibilities. If you are crooked and dishonest in small responsibilities, you'll be no different when it's big. You'll be no different when it's big. Let's get consistent in the little, consistent in our daily habits, consistent in our daily responsibilities, consistent with our finances, consistent with our health, consistent in our relationship, consistent with our relationship with God, consistent in our church attendance, right? Consistency creates a compound effect. It's one small step in the right direction, one small step in the right direction, and all of a sudden you're living your best life. You're living the life that God designed for you in your purpose, creating in your destiny. Just It's just the best life, one small step at a time, right? Consistency and responsibility will always promote you, perfect you, mature you, reward you. Consistency compounds and you will have great success. Every time it doesn't fail. Complacency and irresponsibility will always demote you, delay you, stop you, and keep you ignorant. You evil and lazy servant. Why? Because you didn't understand the way God does things. You didn't understand his kingdom, his way of doing things. That's why we come to church, not to please God. He is already well pleased with every single one of you. We come so that we learn a new way of doing things. We come so we have a new way of life, right? Complacency compounds into great failure. I mean complacency. Yeah, complacency. Complacency, consistency, So you choose consistency or complacency every day that you wake up. Look at your neighbor and say, every day. Every day that you wake up, you make a choice, consistency or complacency. And if you think the choice is being made for you, you're choosing complacency. (laughs) In case you were wondering. You can create a great future understanding the power of consistency. The power of consistency. You can create a great future. The kingdom of God, the way God does things, is being faithful in the little. How many of you all ready to be faithful in the little? Wow, we're ready for responsibility. We're ready to be faithful in the little, right? Start today. Look at your neighbor and say, today. Start today. While it's still today, start today. And then if you fail while it's today, start today. And if you fail, you start today, you start today. Never start tomorrow. You want to know why? Tomorrow never comes because tomorrow equals tomorrow, which equals tomorrow. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to start Monday. 
No, Tuesday. No, but you have to start on a Monday. So I'm going to wait till next Monday. I don't know. I'm going to start next paycheck. And my, my next paycheck. No, I'm going to start, you know, after my birthday. I'm going to start because, you know, we got to celebrate big. You know, I'm not sure God wants to celebrate the way I want to celebrate. So I'm going to start after my birthday. I know some of you young people, you have to be like, you got it all worked out. No, God wants to celebrate your birthday big. <laughs> Invite him to the celebration, okay? <laughs> he needs an invitation. He's a gentleman. He knocks. It's time to take control of our lives, our future, and our destiny. How? In the small things. Being faithful in the small. Great success doesn't happen overnight. I wish it did, right? I wish I could eat a salad and be like ripped, you know? I wish I could just do one little crunchy and not all the munchies. You know, it just doesn't work that way. You got to put the munchies down and more crunchies than munchies. Anybody else get that? Just for me? All right. It's time to take responsibility in our daily choices. Daily disciplines, right? Nobody wants that word discipline. Yes, you do, because there's great reward on the other side. Ask God to help you. Say, God, I need your help. I need your help. Help me to grow in understanding. Help me to grow in discipline. Help me to grow in consistency. Help me to grow in truth, love, and loyalty. Help me to grow. Ephesians 4, 14. Then you will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Instead, we'll speak the truth in love, growing in every, in every way more and more like Jesus, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. He helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing, full of love. The world needs us more than ever to what? To be full of love. The world needs us more than ever to, to know who we are and to know whose we are. And that's why we need to know the truth. And God, Jesus is the head, we're the body, and he's fitting us all together. What is your part to play? What's in your hand today that you can plant? What is in your hand today to plant in the house of God? God needs you. God needs you to play your part. God is faithful and so are we in him. Not on our own, right? Not on our own. Only in him. You know what? We got to stay hungry for God. We got to stay hungry for growth. We got to stay hungry for more. Like, I can want it so bad for you. I can want the best life for you, but you got to want it for yourself right? You can want it for your kids. You can want it for your spouse. You can want it for your grades. You can want it for your career. But unless you put the work in, it's not going to happen. Who's ready to put the work in? God's already done his part. It's our time to take responsibility. There's so much more that God has for every single one of us. It's time to grow up and take responsibility. To be faithful in what? In the little. We want to be faithful with the big. We want big money, but we don't want a big job. Right? We want a big mansion. We don't want a big mortgage. But you're going to need a big job. You're going to afford the big mortgage. You're going to have big responsibilities. We're ready for it, God. It's our breakout year. We're ready for more. God, here at Love Life Church, we're ready. We're ready for more. We're more responsibility, more reward. God, bring it on. Creating that compound effect. What's in your hand today that you need to get planted in the ground? What's in your hand today? What is it that you can do? What is it that you can give? Bring it to the house of God and watch God multiply that.
creating the compound effect. Boom, breakthrough to break out for what? Miracles, signs, wonders, healing, health, harvest, hope. Hope was rising in this place. Hope for others, hope for the world, hope that we're gonna overcome. And where do we find our hope? In Jesus, his name is Jesus, God is faithful. If you haven't received Jesus, if you haven't entered into the family of God and you would like to, you're like, I want to be a part of that family. I want to be a part of that breakthrough. God has more for you. It's so simple. All you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. God's love is a free gift. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can only receive it. And if you'd like to receive that gift today, it's simple. We're going to call on the name of Jesus. Let's say it together. Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I ask you to save me, set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, calling on the name of Jesus, you've entered into the family of God. Your old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And God has a plan for your life, for your life. It's just time to learn that plan. If you receive Jesus tonight for the first time, if you could please raise your hand. And if you're online and you receive Jesus for the first time, just click that I receive Jesus button. We'd love to welcome you to the family of God. Welcome to the house of God. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you can click that connect button also, if you receive Jesus for the first time, we would love to get you a resource. Pastor Dan wrote an awesome book. There's so much more than just getting to heaven. It's also living heaven on earth. So we'd love to get that to you and send it to you. So just please let us know in the chat. I love you guys so much. I believe in every single one of you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.